Hey, welcome. My name is Glenn Lundy. Super excited to be launching our new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Can you believe it? That's right. The Breakfast with Champions podcast has finally arrived. This is your opportunity to get motivation, education, and inspiration every single day. And ultimately, your opportunity to get a seat at the table, to be a fly on the wall, to listen in to some conversations between some of the most amazing superhumans from around the planet. We're talking about people that are doing the things you know you can do, that have reached some of those levels you know you can reach. We've got celebrity interviews with people like Tiffany Haddish and Grant Cardone, Lauren Rittiger. We've got specialists in areas like Capital Ventures, right? Or wealth building, wealth management, real estate, all kinds of incredible conversations. And what's amazing about the Breakfast with Champions podcast is you're going to be able to tune in, listen in. They won't even know you're there, right? It's just like you're, you're, you're listening in on all these incredible secrets of some of the most successful humans from all around the world. You know, when we launched Breakfast with Champions, we had no idea of the power that it was gonna have. We had no idea of the collaborations it would create. We had no idea that we'd be able to connect humans from England and Australia and Saigon and America, of course, all together in one room having powerful conversations that elevate everyone in the experience. Listen, if you like these episodes of Breakfast with Champions, do me a huge favor and let us know. We would greatly appreciate it. We pour into this. You're going to get five to six hours of content every single day, Monday through Friday, five days a week. You can keep coming back. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast. We'd appreciate it. Drop your comments, share your thoughts and your reviews. It mean the world to us if you would do that. And in exchange, we promise you that we will always create a space, a safe space where you can come. You're not going to get politics here. It's not going to happen. You'll never see any type of division in here. It's actually exactly the opposite. We have a bunch of different people with different belief systems, different upbringing, different backgrounds. We've got people from all different ethnicities all coming together. But the one thing that we share is everyone in this room shares the same heart. And it is a heart to elevate you, to encourage you, to inspire you, and to help you become the absolute best version of yourself that you can possibly be. So if you would, do us a favor, write those reviews, subscribe to the podcast, tell your friends. We're going to be here, and we hope that you will be too. Enjoy Breakfast with Champions. You'll see there in the notes that you can skip forward. You can move back. If you need to pause it for a minute, you'll now have that opportunity to do so. We do record these daily on Clubhouse. We have a Breakfast with Champions Club there, or you can follow me, Glenn Lundy, if you'd like to see those rooms, if that's an app that you enjoy. You can always come in and tune in live, or of course, just sit back and enjoy right here on the podcast and anywhere your podcast can be found. It is such an honor and a privilege to be able to spend this time with you. I know that there are a trillion places you could have chose to be. You chose to be right here with us on Breakfast with Champions, and that means the world to me, and I absolutely stinking love you for it. So with that said, we are excited to launch the new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Thanks so much. I'm going to start my segment off like I always start my segment off, making sure um, and just checking who I have in the room. So I'm about to ask you a question. 
And if you're in the audience listening, I want you to raise your hand, right? We're not going to bring you up, but just put a hand raise up. And if you're on the stage, give me mic flashes. But I want to know who's awake and ready and wants to know probably the single biggest thing that's going to contribute to your success. Give me some mic flashes and some hand raises. Let's go. All right, all right, all right. I see him coming in. Beautiful, beautiful. Okay, so because that's what that's what this whole day is about, right? That's what this whole day is about. And when I saw the topic, I'm sitting here looking, and I'm, I was thinking over um, my, the past 11 years that I've had in my career and um, what has allowed me to shortcut my success. I'm like, what is it? What actually has shortcutted my success? And so I landed on this one thing and I said, oh man, I got to come share that with him, right? I got to come share this one thing because if you understand this, you too will be able to shortcut your success. Now, before I can share the secret with you, I need you guys to understand a fundamental truth about success, right? Is that okay? Like, is, can, I, can I share a, a tip of success with you? Like, here's a fundamental truth about success. The truth about success is that your success has already been predetermined for you. Like a lot of times we like to tell ourselves that, um, you know, because of our situation where we came from um, a whole myriad of things, that there's these reasons why we cannot be successful. But in fact, the truth is you have everything that you need to reach the highest level of success that you can reach. You already have it. The journey we go on, and, 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 and it, it, is a, it can be a difficult journey. Don't get it wrong, right? But the journey we go on is how quickly can I discover that everything I have is everything I need? Like when you realize that what I focus on, like when we focus on what we don't have, like a lot of people do that, right? Oh, I don't have this. I don't have money. I don't have the connections. I don't have this, right? Danelle uh, shared some of her story, powerful story, right? Of all the things she didn't have. Yet, look at her now. How was she able to tap into that? Well, because she was able to focus on not only not she didn't focus on what she didn't have. She focused on the most important thing. What's the most important thing? Well, the most important thing is realizing that since I have everything I need, that whatever I don't have, I, all I have to do if I want to experience the success that I want in my life, that all I have to do is use what I do have to get what I do not have. Because make sure you write this down. Other people's assets are your assets too. Other people's – I don't have an audience. That's cool. You don't, if you don't have an audience, you, don't, you, can go, you can go use someone else's. Use what you have to get what you don't have. But let me tell you a surefire way to make sure you never get it, never get an audience. Focus on how you don't have an audience. Right? So I'm going to share what I believe is the number one thing, the number one most important factor 
when it comes to success, and I don't think many people sit down and take the time to tell you this. Here's what you have to understand. Here's the secret. That I do not believe what I say I believe. I only believe what I do. Now, I know it's still a little bit early, especially for some of y'all maybe on the West Coast. I'm going to say that again for you. I do not believe, and say this to yourself out loud. You don't need to unmute, but say, I do not believe what I say I believe. I only believe what I do. Now, here is why this is so important. One of the things that keeps people stuck is that they don't have confidence that they can get the thing done. They don't have confidence of what the outcome is going to be. But here's why what I said is so important. Because one of the reasons that you don't have confidence is because you have been telling you that you believe things that you haven't been acting on your entire life. Now, I didn't come to yell at y'all, but I need y'all to get these things. Like, like you have to get this real quick. I, like, whether you do something or don't do it, I'll, for most people, is sh- strictly based on whether they feel like they can get it done. Like, if you have confidence you get something done, like, you're, you're all gung-ho for it, right? You, you jump into everything that you believe that you can accomplish when you have the confidence to accomplish it. And most people, when they don't have confidence in it, They won't jump in, right? Now, here's why this is so key. Because the reason that you don't have the confidence is because you have been telling yourself things that, oh, I believe this, I believe this, I believe this, but you haven't been acting on your entire life. You see, confidence comes from action. I'm going to say that again. Confidence comes from action. Like, take it it back to when you were a kid, right? So when you first got – and you for for you all that know how to to ride a bike, which I used to think that every kid just learned how to ride bikes. And then I met my lovely wife. (laughs) And my lovely wife and her sister never learned how to – never learned how to ride a bike, right? Um. But so, but like, put anything that you first learned how to do, right? Riding a bike. Like when you were a kid, you didn't know how to ride a bike. You didn't know how to do these things. And so you didn't have confidence in it the first time you did it. Right? But what gave you the confidence? Did you get all the confidence because you just said, oh, I can ride, I I believe I can ride this bike. Is that where your confidence came from? No, that's not where the confidence came from. Where then did my confidence come from? Well, your confidence came from you were nervous, you were scared, you were unsure, but then you got on and you didn't fall off. Oh, and you, and you, didn't, you weren't able to ride you know, all the way down the street, but you went, you went down the driveway. You were able to stop without falling. Action builds confidence. 
And one of the reasons that you do not have the confidence to achieve and do everything that you've been put here to do is because you've been telling yourself things that you believe that you haven't been acting on your entire life. And so here's the crazy thing about that. You know you're faking it. Like you're, you talk, you're having a conversation with yourself. You say, okay, I believe this. And yourself says, you do not believe that. And so like you know you're faking it. And so what happens is you don't trust yourself. Now, here's what's really interesting. Doesn't the word confidence mean confide anyways? And doesn't confide mean trust? So the reason you don't- Hey listeners, if you enjoy listening to Breakfast with Champions, we can bet you care about your daily routine. Do you wanna know the secret to the perfect routine? It's the perfect morning. Glenn has written a free ebook called The Morning Five, five simple steps to an extraordinary morning. If you can transform your morning, you can transform your life. Head on over to themorningfive.com to learn more about the five ways you can change the way you start your day. Have confidence is because you don't trust yourself. Because you've lied to yourself so many times in the past that you can't believe a word that you say. Why? Because actions speak louder than words. You look at the top 1% anything in a sport, in business, in anything. Why are they that way? Because they've done things, they've taken action that has built up their confidence, that frees them up and enables them to do things that other people literally couldn't even dream of doing because they never taken the action to help them believe that they could do it. Actions really speak. Now I got a question for y'all, right? Um, flash your mics and raise your hand if you're in the audience, if you can make a hamburger. If you can make a hamburger, flash your mics at me. Okay, so. I'll make a bad this. boy hamburger, Elijah. I'll make a bad hamburger. Oh, okay. Oh, I'm gonna have to get a hamburger from Glenn. Okay, Glenn said he, he could make a bad one, right? So, so I know Glenn can. How many of you guys can make a better hamburger than McDonald's? Okay, let me, let me just, if you didn't clap your mic or raise your hand, if you can draw a hamburger with a crayon on a piece of paper, you can make a better hamburger than McDonald's, amen? <laughs> right? But, but watch this. But who sells more hamburgers than anyone else in the world? Does anyone know who it is? Who sells more hamburgers than anyone else in the world? Nicodies. McDonald's. McDonald's. Huh. Isn't that interesting? So you mean that there's something more important than being the best in business? Because that's what, that's what keeps some of y'all stuck like Chuck in a pickup truck, right? Oh, I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to be able to, and I don't know, and I don't, well, I'm not, like, they're better than me, and then. But we just, I just proved to you right here. McDonald's ain't the best hamburger by far. But who sells more hamburgers than anyone else in the world? McDonald's. So that means that there's something more important than being the best. What's that? It's called being first. See, there's this principle in life and in business that if you want to reach success, you need to operate by. What's that principle called, Elijah? It's called first mover's advantage. Now, here's what's interesting. Being the best isn't the most important, but that, like you still have to have good quality. Like there is no substitute for being good. 
Like your McDonald's quality has to be good enough for people to come back again, right? But in life and business, if you want to experience the success that you want to have, I'm sorry, let me put it this way, that you were born to have. No one was born and put on this planet to live a underachieving, subpar, sorry life. But the beautiful thing about this life is that we get to choose what we do. We have free will. And so whether I achieve that success or not is solely on me. And the only way I'm going to be able to do that is confidence is a huge, is a huge factor to that. I have to have the confidence well, to be able to step in and do these things. And I'm never going to have that confidence if I just tell myself things and I never take action. So in life and in business, you have to move first. Do you guys realize that the top person in your space, whoever you think the top is or the best, the top person in your space, that one of the main reasons that they're the top is not because they're the best, but because they're the first. Now, here's the crazy thing. Some of y'all don't believe in yourselves so much that as I'm saying this, you're like, well, if, if they already moved and they're the top, what, like, why should I even do anything? Like, why should I even try? They're, they're, already, they're already there. And here's why. Because everyone who moves gets something. Are you picking up what I'm putting down? And so when it comes to business and life, you have to take the fastest path. Like in business, you got to take the fastest path to, to, to cash, right? And so the, one of the things that I learned is that since everyone who moves gets something, that whenever, what did I say? Sometimes, occasionally, when I believe the outcome is going to be the outcome that I want, no, Whenever I have an opportunity to make my life better, that I have to have a sense of urgency and I have to act now. It's like whenever you have an opportunity. You know what's crazy? I, I was telling my uh, uh, some students this story the other day, right? So there was this surfer and um, he, he decided one morning, he said, you know what? I'm going to get up in the morning. Um, because I really want to catch these really big waves. And now there had been um, any of you guys that live like or been to the beach, you know, like sometimes they have like those riptide warnings and say you actually shouldn't be out in, in the ocean, right? He wakes up early in the morning and he, and he knows that that had been issued the day before, but he really wants to catch these big waves. So he goes out there anyway. So he's surfing and it's early in the morning. So there's no one else out there, right? He's surfing and, you know, gets, gets hit by a wave, falls under a riptide, pulls him under takes him out to the to the middle of the ocean right he's kind of lost his board now he's a pretty good swimmer and so he doesn't have his board but he's out in the middle of the ocean so he's kind of just like treading water and i don't know how many of y'all have been out in the ocean <laughs> okay like I, your boy can swim all right your boy can swim very well but there's just that confidence when you get like it ain't like the pool when you go to the deep end of the pool when you're out in the ocean and that sand go from you mm, right you just like some of your confidence goes out and everything just seems to go much faster and scarier, right? So he's out in the middle of the ocean, and 
so he just starts kind of like treading water, right? So he's treading this water, he's treading this water. And if you've ever been swimming as well, you know that swimming is pretty tiring, especially if you cannot stand, right? So he starts exhausting himself, exhausting himself, right? And so then, now he starts getting nervous. And so he looks up to, to heaven. He's like, God, please don't let me die out here. Please, I have so much I got to do. I got so much I want to accomplish. I got so many people to impact. Please, please, God, don't let me die out here. Please, right? He keeps treading water. Not too long after, after he shouts this prayer up to heaven, this guy in this boat comes by. He's like, hey, hey, right? He's, he's probably like, they're probably like 40 yards from each other. But the guy's like, hey, you all right? Do you need any help? And the surfer replies, no, thanks. God will save me. Guy's like, man in the boat says, you sure? Yeah, God will save me. Guy in the boat says, okay. Drives away, right? So he, he's back. He, he's, he's still treading water. He's back to treading water. God, please, please. Like, I, I've done everything you asked me. Like, I know I'm supposed to. I don't, I sh- I don't want to die like this. Please, God, come and save me. Crazy thing is not too, far after, too, too long after that, another boat comes by. Hey, man, everything all right? Yeah, yeah, everything's fine. You need any help? No, no, I'm good. I'm good. All right, man, you, you don't look too good. No, it's all right, man. God will save me. All right. Second boat leaves. Back to the surfer. God, please, please, God, please. Help me. I'm a good person. I did, like, help me, God. Why is this happening to me? Save me. Another boat comes by. Hey, man, you need some help? No, thanks. God will save me. Boat goes away. A few minutes later, the surfer drowns and dies. Right? Blink of an eye. He's up in heaven, standing in front of God, and he's livid. God! What the heck, man? We, you off duty or something? Didn't you hear me down there? I asked you to come and save me. And God said, yeah, I heard you. I sent you three boats, you big dummy. You see, one of the reasons that so many people in life and in business stay stuck like Chuck in a pickup truck is because that, like, the opportunity that's presented to them, they get in their head what their opportunity is supposed to look like. No, this is what this opportunity is supposed to look like. This is how I'm going to make it to the top. This is how I'm going to build wealth. Like they have in their head what the opportunity, what the thing that's supposed to save them looks like. And what happens is opportunities are, are presented in front of you every single day. But because it doesn't look like what you told yourself it was supposed to look like, well, I, that opportunity, uh, no, I couldn't do that because you know, I, like you don't have confidence in it. And it doesn't look like what you thought it should be. You pass up on it. And so you look like the surfer. No thanks. God will save me. And I'm telling you today that everyone under the sound of my voice, that if you want to really know about a secret or the road to success, how to be successful, is that whenever you have an opportunity to make your life better, you have to have a sense of urgency and you have to act now.
Like you guys are putting off things in order to get ready. But if you want the fastest path to success, you need to move now. And you need to use everything that you do have to get access to everything that you do not have because you were not sent into battle unprepared. Stop looking at every doggone body else because you're missing out on your blessing. And other people are missing out on their blessing because you can't get your blessing because you're trying to get somebody else's blessing. Like, like, like David slayed Goliath. David the shepherd boy, right? And you see, there was a lot of things that David didn't have. Being the shepherd boy is not a high position, right? So that meant that he lacked some things. And so one day he goes to see his brothers who are in the armor. They're the mighty, war- you know, they're in the king's army, mighty warriors. And this giant Goliath has been playing the army all day, just taunting them like, like, and they're, they're, they're shaking in their boots. They're scared, right? right? And David hears this. And he's like, yo, who is this fool? And they're like, that's Goliath, right? He's so powerful. He's so, like, right? Like, you can look at the story up in the Bible. He's so powerful, this and that, right? Focused on what someone else has and not what they have. And he's like, all right, somebody take him out. Oh, we can't because of this, that, and the third. And so you know what David says? I'll do it. And they're like, oh, you, you, can't, you can't do it. You're just a shepherd boy. He said, well, I don't see nobody else moving. I'll do it. Right? And so in the story, it says that the king, get, which it, the king back then had the best armor, right? The king gives the shepherd boy, David, his armor. And so David puts it on. This is a big honor, by the way, right? David puts it on. And as he starts to walk out, he's like, ah, I, you know, I just, I can't, this ain't me. Like, I can't, I, I don't feel like I can do the job. I can't do what needs to be done using what you use in order to get your job and your assignment done. He's, so he takes it off. He says, and they're like, well, how are you going to defeat the, the Goliath? He says, and, and I'm paraphrasing, right? I'm showing you the purpose of it. He said, I'm going to use what I have. Well, what does David use? There's a lot of things that he lacked, but the things that he did have was he had, he was, he was a wizard, right? With a stone and a sling. And so he had to use what he had, what he had confidence in, and he was able to use it like nobody else there could use it to get the job done. What are you saying, Elijah? That you have everything that you need already to reach the success. And anything that you don't have yet, you can access by using what you do have. But the only way you're gonna be able to do that is that when opportunity comes knocking, you shed your idea of what it should look like. And whenever opportunity presents itself, you act now because action breeds confidence. Why? Because I do not believe what I say I believe. I only believe what I do. Like, does this make sense to y'all? Like, do you understand the power of, be- like, the power of belief, but how confident and what you tell yourself and 
and how using what you like, how focusing on what someone else doesn't have. Like, see, you're trying to be reach the success of Danelle Delgado, and you're trying to use everything that Danelle Delgado has, but that's not how you're going to reach your success. See, Danelle used everything that she had to reach what was hers. You need to use everything that you have to get access to what you don't have so that you too can reach your success. But you're not going to do that by passing up on opportunity because it doesn't look like what you thought it should look like. No thanks. God will save me. And so if you want to know my secret that, that, that I feel like no one ever talks about when it comes to the road of success, it's that if you do not, like, like if you, it's this, it's, the, it's what I started with, that I do not believe what I say I believe. I only believe what I do. And so it's always now o'clock. And so that's what I came to share with you guys today. Hopefully that frees somebody. Like, like when I figured that out for myself, I'm like, oh, <laughs> everything that's for me is for me right now the cool thing about life is i don't know exactly what's for me and so the only way i can figure out if it is for me is for whenever opportunity presents itself for me to take action on it see but you're so focused on well what if it doesn't work but that's not possible i'm gonna leave you guys with this you do know that it's not possible for something to not work like the work always works See, what, you, what most people get uh, misunderstood is that there's actually two types of work. There's the work that works for you, and then there's the work that works on you. See, people only focus on the work that works for me. Oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get up here, and I'm going to do this webinar, and then people are going to buy, and I'm going to make this much sales. And you're only focused on the work that would work for you, and so you do the thing, and when that doesn't happen. It doesn't look like how you thought it was going to happen. You say, oh, well, that didn't work. But that's not possible. Because on the other side of the coin of what works for you, it's what works on you. Thomas Edison said, I did not fail. I found a thousand ways not to make the light bulb. And what's interesting about that is for the longest time, he held the most patents in the world. I wonder how he held the most patents in the world and created all these inventions. Oh, because while he was on his journey to figuring out and discovering the, the light bulb, everything that he, that quote unquote, didn't work actually worked on him and he was able to use to develop other things. Breakfast with champions. Whenever you, who, everybody taps themselves on the chest and say me, Get an opportunity to make your life or business better. You have to have a sense of urgency, and you have to act now. And so that's my time, and that's what I came to share with you guys this morning. Hopefully you were encouraged, and we can open the last minute up um, if anyone has any thoughts, and then I will pass the mic. Fire. Great job, Elijah. This is Christine. So good, Elijah. Appreciate you, man. Excellent. Wonderful. Elijah, I love it when you said what's for you is for you. I used that line in a meeting a few months ago 
And I was serious um, talking to my managers and I didn't worry. And I guess they questioned why I was at peace. And my my response to them for this promotion is that, you know, I don't worry about things because what's for me is for me. And there you are today saying the same thing. And you, you dropped a lot of gems. Thank you for planting all these seeds and dropping those gems this morning. And I appreciate you. I'm Sophia and I yield. Thank you so much. Thank you for joining us on Breakfast with Champions. If you want to catch the live version, you can follow us on Clubhouse and listen from 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, Saturday 6 to noon, and Sundays with our 111 Sunday service. Make sure you're keeping up with Breakfast with Champions and getting yourself a seat at the table.